Hey, hey babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hey, hey babe. babe. How are you? I'm doing good. How you doing, babe? I'm doing good. You know, things are good. I just, I had some coffee. I'm, uh, we made some coffee downstairs, yeah. and then we put a little Bailey's in. Yeah. And I got to be honest with you. It's, How do you feel? I'm buzzed. I feel buzzed You're right buzzed now. Buzzed from a, 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 a coffees with Bailey. I was specifically told by my doctor yesterday that my blood pressure is getting to the level where I will need medication within the next three months, and the number one thing to do is avoid alcohol and coffee. So I mixed them, and I said, you know what, Doc? I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. And I'm, now I'm drinking Baileys and coffee because you have some, because you don't have a Keurig machine. You have a, you have one of the machines that, like, you're like a barista yeah, down there. And then you gave me Baileys. I'm as close to a barista as you're going to get. you close to the barista as you're going to get. Yeah. And I had what's called, what's known in the hood as an Irish coffee. You had an Irish, you had an, yeah, well, well you didn't have the whiskey though. Usually Irish coffee has Irish whiskey in it. But you I had the Baileys. But I thought Baileys, I thought an Irish yeah, coffee and, was Baileys and coffee. Uh, Am I wrong? I think this variance. I think an Irish coffee for me, first and foremost, is a little um, Irish whiskey with a little right. creme de menthe, nice. with a little whipped cream and a little creme de menthe drizzle on top. Creme de menthe drizzle. Yeah, I am a. I don't know if you know this. I am a licensed bartender. I didn't know that. Like I actually went to bartending school and got a license. As did I. As did I. Oh, you really did? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. And yeah. oh, here's another we thing. We should hang them up on the wall. We should have a wall of accolades behind us. I'd like to make an addendum to it. Because I got a hundred on the bartending exam, my certificate <laughs> said specifically licensed bartender and mixologist. Ooh. Because I got a hundred. When was this? I did this in two thousand. I was dating a girl whose father owned boats, and he said in order to work on the boats. You have to become a licensed bartender. So I went to the bartending school. So this must have been 2006. And then it's one of the stories I told you where yeah. somebody got thrown off the boat yeah, for the, the Russian mob. Yeah. yeah. Finish him. I, I, I did in 2003. I, I love right. the experience. Yeah. I went up. Oh, birth control? No, I don't know what that is, is actually. It, you know, it's so see. funny. I thought I shut off all my any, alarms. Any, any, what's the alarm? Meal, num meal number two. Meal number two. Well. Peace there it is right here. You got some alcohol, too. Yeah, I poured myself a little. You know what it is? It's a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. It's a lazy sun. And whatever day you're watching this, just make it a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Make it a Sunday afternoon on the East Coast. Wherever you're watching. You could be watching this from Islamabad, mm -hmm. Pakistan, right? which we have fans there. Make it a Sunday afternoon on the East Coast. Now, the reason I'm mentioning Islamabad is yes. why. Is because you started watching Homeland, and I do have a bartending school story as well. But this is always the nature of this podcast. Let's go into Homeland. I can come back to the. Let me tell you something. I wouldn't say I've been watching Homeland. I would say my life has become Homeland. I've been consumed by Homeland. <laughs> I'm not 100 percent sure we're not being recorded on top of the camera devices we have in the room. Yes, I think there also could be FBI plans. Chilling, chilling. It's I'm chilling. not sure who you work for. What age do you work for? Me. Yeah, uh, genuinely, yeah. it's become that kind of show, which, by the way, because for the last 10 years, as most people have been saying, you haven't watched Homeland, I woke up most days and said, where the hell has Claire Danes been? Yeah, that's where she's been, pal. That's where she's I mean, been. big. She puts all her eggs in that basket. Which is a big basket. And let me tell you something. I watched that show, and for those who don't- You're moving you your neck around a lot, and it's concerning me because I was a licensed physical therapist for many years, and I'm sensing stiff neck and pain. You're right. Okay. I twisted my neck while I was sleeping. You twisted your neck? Yeah, I've applied no less than four topical ointments on it today right. of, from varying companies. I did I did a Icy Hot regular strength. Okay. I did an Icy Hot 
with extra mental extra strength. Wow. I did this thing called body butter that has a uh, has a CBD in it. Okay. As an agent there. And then I did this other uh this other oil that I was suggested to do. And I took two Advil. Let me tell you. Zilch. Not working at all? Not really. I just feel like I have a real like numb skin. Did you wake up with it? Yeah. With a bad Okay. It, it was yesterday though. It was it 2 was days ago. It's still going. It's a 2 day it's a 2 day linger to decrease what I think Shout out cranberries. Shout out cranberries. To decrease uh that's good for yeast infections. If you're at home fighting a yeasty, cranberries is the number one thing to do. U- UTI, right? Cranberry juice you're right, for a UTI. UTI. You're Can right. we get UTIs? Absolutely. Oh, we I'm, have a urinary tract. Oh, we do. 100% to <laughs> <can> get infected. <laughs> I don't know. I've never had a UTI. How do we get a UTI? Well, Wait, can, how does a woman get a UTI? Woman typically gets a UTI from because you know they're they really I mean the truth is because the you know their buttholes are close to their to their vag holes. I I I'll take a hard pass on the rest of this. Country. That's what it is. Yeah. But yeah. depending on the length of your penis, you you know, and I'm not listen. There's a lot of different people in this world. There might be some of our friends that like to tuck it back a little bit. They with longer penises, they'd be more at risk than a UTI Wait, that can't than be a person tucking does. it back with a small penis. You, you can't. It's one of the main reasons women get it more than men. No, 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 no. no. Are more common you, in women. Men get the two. They curve when bacteria build up somewhere along your urinary tract. Yeah, but bacteria. I just thought like bacteria from anywhere. It could be from like back the, the bacteria that makes maggots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got larvae dick. Yeah. I, they, they, I. So, wait. So, 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 people are getting UTIs from their ass, and, and then you just got to drink a, a, an ocean spray cran apple, and you're that's, good? That's all you got to do. Every time, by the way, every time I would, when I got, when I went through physical therapy school, and I realized that cranberry juice, cranberry juice is the thing that, that prevents UTIs and cures it. Every time I would watch that ocean spray commercial with that guy walking through the, the river of cranberries, like he must have a UTI. <laughs> it's the only reason why. Who's walking around with the, the, uh, the, the, Private area tucked to, to the back. Back. Sal, back, are you walking kidding? around? Hundred percent. I mean, I can see if you sit down, but you're walking around, and it's it's like a you. Let me tell you something. I had a friend who was an NYPD detective. He still might be, but he was an NYPD detective. His his um, it's interesting because he told us, and he would tell us these stories that his job was specifically his job was to get. Uh, like perverts, like catch perverts and, and, and like uh, investigate like lewd behavior. And he would tell us all these stories. And then when one time we met his partners, they were in the um, accounting division of the NYPD. And when I was like, I thought you did the lewd behaviors. They're like, no, he just does the lewd behavior stuff on his own. <laughs> he investigates it. But he was saying that, no, 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 I really do do it. But anyway, he told us that what he would see a lot, number one, he yeah. said, but far and away, far and away, the most unsafe place to be in New York City from, from sex, the, the number, the hotbed of sex crimes. Yeah. In New Can York City. Take a guess. Are you going to give me a neighborhood? I'm going to give you, I'm, I'm going to give you a, a neighborhood and a time of year. He he said it. You literally he would tell family members after he worked there to please wear a poncho because you don't know where it'll be flying from when you're in this type of when you're in this place. So it's a neighborhood and a time of year. Yes, number one, far and away. He said it's not even close. Oh, sex crimes. The sex crimes. Okay, I don't mean to. Okay, not sex crimes. By the way, ninety nine percent of the victims have no idea they're even a victim of the sex crime in this area during this time. Oh, it's a subway. You would think. 
Ooh. Oh, I know it. What is it? I think I know it. Tell me. Christmas time, Rockefeller Center. Bang, that's Boom! what it is. That's how you do it. That's why. That's we do- how you get sex crime questions. That's why we have this podcast. We put our brains together, and we have a new segment called Guess That Sex Crime. It's coming next week. <laughs> um, 30 Rock, you go during the holidays. Oh, I believe it. Because I was yeah. there two, two years ago. I took my little nephews. They were visiting from California. Right. And you, you almost have to just be... Just you get so crushed that your feet lift off the ground and you, the crowd is just pushing you in yes. a certain way. So people are down there reaching. Well, he said, he said what number one, what what two two big big factors. Number one, crowds. Number two, there it is. Number two, winter time. People are wearing big jackets. A lot of the p- perverts and sex offenders can hide what they're doing underneath the jackets and only open up when they're about to orgasm. So he said he said I uh, you skipped like ten spaces ahead of me. Let me tell you You just passed go, you collected all sorts of money. Let me tell you I thought you just meant like a grope. You mean that people are ejaculating on people? He said part of his job every day uh, uh, during this time was to literally he said literally I would have to just, go to a family, to a woman most likely who had no idea that somebody just ejaculate on the back of her jacket, walk up to her and her family, stop her and say Happy holidays. <laughs> you have semen on the back of your jacket. You've been a victim of a sex crime. And then take her over and the family over to a makeshift little precinct mobile command that they had to then take the semen, the sperm off her jacket, put it in a database and see if if that guy was, a, was somebody they had in their database. Nine times out of 10, the sperm matched instantly. They knew where to get him because he was jerking off on the next one. So it just wouldn't stop. So... He's not even looking for someone in the act because everything is so close together. So he's just walking around looking at looking at three quarter wool length said, coats. He said, just looking for a jacket. Well, I said, I said, what would you do? Like, how would you, you know, find it? He said, I would look around. He, I swear to God, and he wasn't being funny. He was telling us we were. I never forget. We were drinking beers at this place called O'Neill's in Maspeth, Queens. Shout out O'Neill's. Shout out O'Neill's. He goes, um, he would. He goes, I'd look around and I'd look for a guy in a puffy jacket with his eyes rolling in the back of his head. That's what I would look for. He said I would look because he said then you know that there. Go. He said you look for some this slight movement. It. He he get this gen- just gentleman wakes up, takes a shower, has his coffee, puts on a uniform, goes, yeah. and then just starts to look for puffy coated people with their eyes rolling back. He said head. literally that's he w- his job. He's yeah. paying his mortgage, looking for people in in a down or a synthetic puffer. With eyes rolling in the back of the head. Eyes that's ro- his big, big tell. That's his big, big tell. He would look for eyes ro- ro- rolling in the back of his head. In a triple fat goose. In a triple fat goose. Well, I don't know if they would have the money for the triple fat goose if they're, you know, at the... Because sure. it's sex crime guys, typically, I would say more maybe they have a South Pole jacket. It's a Burlington Co. Factory. Burlington Co. Yeah. Factory special, yeah. you know, whatever. So so they they would... He said we'd look for the eyes roll. He said we'd look for the hand moving up and down in the coat and then the eyes rolling in the back of the head. And then he knew that something was about to come out and he would go have to go over to the family and I said you would start with happy holidays what's the point of that (laughs) (laughs) and he would say he would say it's always nice to hear a well wish no matter who you are what are you talking about that's what I said I said why would you always start with happy holidays he said you know the end my bosses would say you know it's it's Christmas time it's keep it in the Christmas spirit I'm being dead serious he would just say so you have to go up and say happy holidays you've been the victim of a sex crime Please come with me. And then he said, obviously, you know, you'd ruin their Christmas. You know, you'd have the the husband or the father, you know, go irate. And he said, you know, we'd have to find them and and do it. So, and, but, but the reason why I bring all this up is because he said, you can't imagine also how many, not talking about Christmas at all now, how many men... They would stop on the subway or they would, you know, you know, a, a sexual deviant that they would be following when they would go to arrest them. And and then, uh, you know, when you get bring them to the precinct or bring them when they're about to check into 
and bring them to the precinct whenever he would drop them off. You know, you have to make sure that they don't have any weapons on them, and they would take down their pants, and their penises were taped like a, like a vagina. He said uh, you now would see it once a week. So those are UTIs everywhere. UTIs everywhere. I, I, that's what I said. I said, so do you just have to have antibiotics and cranberry juice right then at and the there? Because it must be UTI city. Right. And then he didn't say anything. He just took a sip of the beer. <laughs> and he said happy holidays and walked away. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. Did we just do a disservice? Because now all the sex criminals that are watching, right. have, we know they're watching. You know, mm-hmm. No, the ingenious ways. Well, we know, and, I, and I don't mean. Now they know, now they know um, that. To, to 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 not let their eyes roll back. Yeah. How about this? You understand? We're giving them we're giving them valuable counter ter- counter information. How about this? You ready for this one? He also said because the and I and I don't mean it's ingenious or any positive connotation <laughs> at all to the ingenious. It's just my friend said there was this one guy. What he would do is he would walk around the city, and, and the only reason why they found him. This is the only reason why they. <laughs> this is it's crazy. These stories. He would find him. He said he literally would wear bag. It was be middle of the summer. He'd wear baggy, like baggy, like Jenko jeans from the nineties. So sure. it's like, what is these Jenko jeans? Sure. Because what he had was, and he would wear a long sleeve shirt in the middle of the summer. He had had a camera, like he had it. He had a, he had a button, like like almost like he's detonating a bomb, like which we'll talk about in Homeland. He had a button that he would press. He had a cat, and he would wear these big like Doc Martin boots, like oversized like rock boots. He had a camera that on would go on his shoe through his pants. You would never see it, and he would walk up to women, unsuspecting women who were wearing skirts in the middle of the summer, sure. and take pictures up the skirt. Sure. He said when they found him, when they found him, he had upwards of a thousand pictures of women. Underneath their skirts, no way for them really to identify. He said, he said, a thousand pictures and two penises under the skirt. He said, so he was taking wow. pictures of women that he taking pictures of people he thought were women, but when he took the picture under the skirt, there was a big set of penis and balls under there. So he said, so we tried to identify set them. Penis. Set of penis and balls. So he said So two out of every one thousand people are cross dressing. Cross dressing and no idea. But he said the reason how they found him is because also simultaneously when he was taking the pictures for whatever reason, and this is how they knew this is how they got him, he would then the reason why somebody called the cops and would alert to the to, he would take the picture at, with the right hand and then the left hand would go in for no re- again, reasons unbeknownst. The reason the, how he would get aroused to that is he would then with his left hand take his finger and start fingering his own butthole. So they found a guy walking down 42nd Street fingering his own butthole with his left hand, <laughs> which made people feel That's uncomfortable. That's a major tell. That's a major tell. And then when they <laughs> caught him, and then what he did, again, this is coming from a source. I'm not making this up trying to be funny. The, how he tried to get away is he took his finger out of his butt and said, I will put this on your face. Whoa. And he said it was like having a loaded gun in a way. Sure. My friend said, you know, for a split second, it's like having a loaded gun. She's like, you of know, course. listen, you're like, nobody wants poo-poo on their face from a random stranger. But they're like, does he have a disease? Does disease. he have HIV? They said, last yeah. thing I, I need is pink eye right now. Right. He said, I'll put the, I will touch your face with my finger. And then he said, you know, of course, like they came to and they just wrestled him down and arrested him. Yeah, that person's not all there either because. No. I mean, how far are you going to get waving your asshole finger at a guy? I know. But it, it is something, If uh, my point is, again, not that I'm advocating for crime, but it's worth a shot if you are feel like you're the victim of, you know, some type of police thing that you weren't, you didn't commit the crime. You can try to stick your finger in your butthole and see if at least they back up for a second and hear your story. Yeah. Hear you, your story. You buy yourself valuable moments if you, I, got, if you got an ass At finger. least to give your side of the story. If you're guilty, yeah. you're guilty. Butthole, finger right. or not, you're going to go, you're going to jail. He was in motion fingering his own butthole. That's how they caught him. 
and that was after this guy has some racket going on. Unbelievable. He's got electronics hooked up to his boots. Yep. Also, by the way, I don't know anything about this, but like how I mean, how good pictures could those be? Like if he people said they walking were good in pictures. motion, what are you seeing? You're seeing this abstract like leg no. go up to what? So they're still wearing clothes he underneath. Would, it's like, what are you getting from that? He would what, uh, wait till they stopped at a weird. crosswalk or a, or he said, and he said he would wait till the, and then stand right next to him in a crowded New York City street and take the picture. The problem is then he said they obviously put him in jail, but they couldn't identify any victims because you can't identify a girl sure. off of a gene. Right. I mean, may, <laughs> You yeah. know, would you be able to? I wouldn't no. be able to. Or, or from um, unmentionables. Unmentionables, is that yeah. What they, is that what they call, uh, like, your, your underwear? Your unmentionables? No, don't they call Or is that just your part private area? I, I don't, don't know. I don't well, we mention them a lot. Say, let's say you go through someone's drawer, and they have all their bras and pants. Aren't they those called unmentionables? I call them again, underwears. why can't you mention, mention I, I call them underwears. For me... Something's called an unmentionable. Right. Is it... Called unmentionables. An old-fashioned euphemism for underwear is called the unmentionables. There you go, 2020. For, for me, unmentionables, I, w I just call everything underwear. Whether uh, To me, underwear has no, Un has no gender. It's a lot more fun. Unmentionables, yeah. 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 I, I, I hope that, like, sometimes I hope to put stuff back into... Like back into the zeitgeist. Like what do you I, mean? Like maybe like our listeners now start calling their underwear unmentionables. Unmentionables. Like I would love it to be like taken seriously. Yeah. Like if, if, a, if a girl would say to her boyfriend, like if they're getting, you know, hot and heavy or whatever, and then she's like, take down my unmentionables. Take down my unmentionables. I like yeah. that. You know what else? Another word I use a lot, and I, I even said it today, but nobody, I said, because, you know, when you come in, when we come in here to the studio, you could put your jacket in a closet. And I said, should I put my jacket in the vestibule? Right. And nobody said anything because I think vestibule is not a word. I didn't hear you say that. I but said a vestibule. A vestibule is not the closet. Is I, it? I said, I said, should I put the jacket in the closet in the vestibule? Ah. But I think it's one of those words that you didn't even acknowledge it because you said, what did, what did he just say? What is this, <laughs> 1940s Germany? <laughs> no, so, so I can picture it like being like, why don't you go ahead and re remove my unmentionables? You know? My unmentionables. And then and maybe he does, and then she was like, I'm, I'm, this is going to be great. And he's like, you know, don't mention it. Don't mention it. Yeah. Don't mention my unmentionables. Yeah. Speaking of unmentionables, when we were talking about Homeland. Yeah. Okay, so I've been... I've been I, I have a, one quick question, though. Let's do it. You you find someone in the middle of their fingers in their butt, right. and they're taking like eight eight megapixel photos of of someone you're with. Right. I'm not a violent person. Right. But would you would you would you would you think you would snap there? And if you caught someone in the act of trying to do something horrific like that, would you physically assault them? Would you? What, what would happen there? And and if you did, would you be allowed to? Would you be in trouble because it's is that like a self def I don't know. Like, what do you mean? If somebody was fingering their butthole and then waving it at my face, or if they were fingering their butthole and taking pictures of a loved I, I, one? I, I, I went more like the uh, the the secret uh, like secret masturbation and stuff like that. If you caught someone doing that, like if you were at the tree with right. with, with a tree. friend and we're then you Christmas saw a guy, guy behind you as a nice maybe a nice five hundred fill Patagonia on, right? So you know he's up to something. Yeah, you know he's got he's got his gloves on, but only one finger's cut off. Right. And uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. no, but if you if you caught someone in the act of doing that, do you feel like you can contain your rage, or would you feel like you're not responsible for flying off the handle? To, because I would be like, I don't know if I'd be in shock, but I would probably be so angry right. that I would do something I'm not normally used normally to doing, do. which is being. I would never really. Get, I hate violence, so it's like you know. But I I could mention. I, I could imagine being enraged. In I don't know that I'd be enraged. I would be enraged, but I don't know that I'd necessarily act on it 
Because what would you in do? a situation like that, to be honest with you, because my brain's a little wonky, I would probably get a, f- a rush of anxiety and maybe start masturbating too. <laughs> oh, put the system on trial. Yes. Yeah. And say now the there's script, two of us. Flip the script. Maybe that's yeah, how I get them to stop. Yeah. You just immediately just go up your own ass. Go up my own ass. Yeah. Well, no, up my own ass. I don't know. See, up my own ass, I'm not one of those guys. Never done anal. I've never even thought about it. I don't like a finger in the butt. I'm not that guy. No, I don't know I what am. it is. I'm just not an anus guy. I, I don't understand it. I'm not never, you know, and listen, shout out to anybody doing anal, the, obviously the gay community, the in the closet gay community. Whatever you guys want to do with your butts is well, fine by us. Or the straight community. Or the straight community. Yeah. I personally don't like, Pimp, you have something to say? I, I just wanted to say the cameras are 4K hidden. Look what they sell on Amazon. 4K hidden cameras. Wow. So 4K. The, and they sell them inside of like phone charger bricks. So, so don't let the guy see this. One. Oh my God. Do not let our friends see this. Whoa, yeah, really. If, I mean, if you're a sex criminal and you're watching, please just don't skip this part. Skip this part because <laughs> we don't want to give you any more ammunition. I mean, what are the police up against now? 4K cameras are now in cell phone batteries for thirty bucks. Yeah. You can get this chargers, yeah, and in pencils. Like, what are people doing? Bu- why don't we give the Why don't we give the address the, the link address for whoever yeah, wants yeah, to get Yeah, give that. Them. Yeah, for all your needs. Thank God, it's, you know, it's for Christmas for next year. If you if you're looking to splooge on an unsuspecting family. Go to Amazon.com. I don't know if I told this. I I, I usually uh, keep myself even-tempered. Again, I can't remember the stories. Did, what happened? Uh, did, did I ever tell you about the time with the... Oh, we did. Yes, we did. We talked about what? it. What? The club. We talked about the club. What when club? I beat that guy's car with the club. Did we just talk about with the Viper conversation? We talked about the Viper, which also KFC from Barstool talked about. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Shout out KFC, good friend of the show. Um, <laughs> With I the mean, club, we talked about the Viper, but what did you beat someone with the club? The, if we talked about the Viper, I can't believe I didn't talk about the club. This is going to happen all the time. It is Whatever. What it is, right? We're telling it, it a different way, different fun. I came back to my car. I used to have the club, which was the anti-theft deterrent. Sure. If I didn't tell this thing just last week. But anyway, I did like 10 podcasts last week, and I cannot keep track of I know. It's getting tough. I had a club. It actually was broken, so it was really just like I like the the lock was broken, so it wasn't really working. Right. But as, unless you're breaking into the car to test the club, right. you didn't know that it, it, it could just come right back off. I just right. put it on, opened it. Right. And then if you're looking at it, then you're like, oh, I, I'm not going to break into that car because right. it has the club on it. Right. But the lock was busted, so right. they could have just opened it and took the club right off. They didn't know that. They didn't know that. That's why. I, I didn't. But one time I I um I was going to say how I'm not prone to like violence or anything like that. Right. One time I saw red. I came back. I, I can't believe I didn't tell you this, but uh, a guy parked his car right up against my car, hit my bumper, and was like resting on my bumper. I left his car that way. Oh my god! So I came back. This guy's car, his front fender is resting on it. He hit my car, popped up, and his fender is resting above my bumper. And the, I mean, my car was a five hundred dollar car. It was a red Chevy Celebrity station wagon. Shout out Chevy. That I already, I already <laughs> shout out Chevrolet. <laughs> yeah. That I also, I also wrote. I, I, I'll show these pictures on here. Oh, I might have told it on on the show, but um, I we took masking tape and we made like lightning bolts and ra- racing stripes on this car, right? And we put these nuts on the front windshield. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, remind me, I'll give you the pictures. I'll put them up right now. Actually, I have them. I have them. actually, I have them. I can send. I, I have them right here. I'm gonna give them to you. You can do it. Yeah. After. I do it. After. I want. I want you to see him. But I put these nuts on the front windshield. On the back, I put "caught you looking." You're right. Hilarious. <laughs> I used to. But anyway, so I got so enraged that this guy had the unmitigated gall to hit my car and leave it that way. It right. was in Bay Ridge, by the way. Wow! Shout out Bay Ridge. Shout out Bay Ridge. That I 
I was walking back to my car with the guys from the, my my guys from the show, and I was like, "Look at this!" And I just had enough. I was like, right. "Because the can't the the balls you have to have right. to hit someone's car, park, and then leave it, and then leave it like that." And I go, "Well, I go now. This is happening." Yeah. And I opened the door, took out my club, and I just started beating his hood with my club. Really? Yeah, I just beat the hood. I just dented the whole hood. I was like, boom, boom. I was like, that's all I said. I just, I walked up to the car, and I started steaming, and I looked, and I said, look at this guy. He hit, he hit my car and left it. He left the scene of an accident. And they were like, calm down. I go, no. I go, well, now this is happening. And I just opened the door, took the club, and I just started beating his car with the club, and I put, left dents all over his hood. Dude, it's so funny. It was like 20 years ago. The car, car rage it's one of those things where it's like when you have road rage, it's it's just the maddest you can get. And for some reason, cars really piss people off. I'm talking about Sal. Like, I'm mad right now. You get mad right now. I'm mad that he did And you have blood pressure issues too. You got to be careful, I do. Sal. I do take a, do you take a be daily Sal. pill. I inherited it from my father, but that's another I'm going to be doing story. it too. Yeah. By the way, you said before you have a, you have uh, your neck is bothering you. I have a neck pillow on. Would you like it? I don't know if you noticed. No, I actually Do you want the neck pillow? Yeah. There you go. It's got a hood on it. It's got headphones. But yeah, if you want to put on that uh, neck pillow, so just so I limit the mobility of your neck. But anyway, I was, and again, there you go. So when I was a physical therapist, I had a boss who was, I can't explain to you how nice of a man this guy was. Just a nice, kind, kind guy. So one day we're coming out of the office, and similar story of a car is way too close to his car, maybe making contact or very, very close. It just made my boss upset, mm. but not, he didn't fly off the handle. He didn't do anything. This happened right in front of me. I swear to God. Okay. It was one of, it was an old, I think it might've been an Oldsmobile that had the doors, like an old school door where you put your hand under the door. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, yeah. It, it That's was like, exactly what I had. Yeah. So pull yeah, it out pull. like the, yeah. like a kind of hidden door, door yeah. right? So he asked me, I don't know where. He goes, look at this guy. Look at this guy right on my car. He goes, it's unbelievable what, what, how bad people are, are at parking and driving. He's like, it really makes me upset about the cars. I'm like, yeah, I know. What can, what can you do? I was going to walk to my car. He was going to walk to his. He goes, do you have a plastic knife on you? I said, <laughs> I said what? A pla-? He goes, you know, a plastic knife. Do you have a plastic knife on you? I said, <gasps> I said no. Oh, he goes, okay. F- I, I know where this is going. He goes, okay. He goes, he goes, uh, he goes all right, I'll, I'll see you. I'll, you know, I'll see you at work. So I say, okay. But again, it was just was very curious to me of like, why is this guy asking me for a plastic knife? Mm. So he goes back into the office where there's, we have plenty of cutlery in there. Yeah. He goes back in. Of course. Yeah. Every I mean, respectable office has cutlery. Of course. Yeah. yeah, plastic. I mean, from the times you or delivery and whatever, you got to have cl- yeah. cutlery. I'm Chrissy Cutlery. Yeah. So 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 he goes and gets the plastic knife. flatware. There he goes. Yeah. I, I, um, I... And I'm just sitting in my car because now I'm curious. I'm like, why did he ask me for a plastic knife? And maybe I was texting, but whatever it was, I was in my car for at least a minute or two to watch my boss come back <laughs> out with the plastic knife. I see him looking around because we were, we were parked in like a, a park, but there was also like, there was, uh, uh, you know, it's woods over there. It was in uh, Woodbury, New York. There was woods over there, and then it was a dog run. So I see him looking near the dog run, and I'm like, what is this guy going to do? What is happening? Like, it was just so curious to me. Right. So I see him go over. He had gloves on, too, by the way. I see him go over, and then finally I see, which I thought from, from a little far away looked like a rock, but I wasn't sure. It was a brown thing. He had went 
to buy the dog run, picked up a piece of fresh dog poop with the plastic knife, took it to the man's car, took the knife, and smeared dog poop underneath his car handle. So when he, when this man went to go get Whoa. his car, he didn't get dog crap all over his fingers. Did it so carefully, like just... You know he's done that before. 100%. He, he didn't conceive that idea right now. Asking, oh, my God, it's a thing. It's a thing. Oh, my God, it's a thing. <laughs> he it, but it wasn't, oh, but it wasn't no. visible. But please, then, no, don't do this he to made people. It, he made it to where it wasn't visible, so the, the owner of that car would have no idea when he went to go open the store, he would, get, he would get fresh dog poop all over his dog handle. Then he put it in a baggie. For some reason, I have no idea why, my boss, I watched him take that bag of dog poop and a knife, put it in another bag, and then put it in his car. He put it in his own car, drove away with it. I would assume to throw it away off the side of the way to not leave any evidence that he thinks would be Evidence? Do you think there's going to be fingerprinting for some for this crime? Yeah. Evidence? Yeah. That's. I, I thought you were going to say... So first I thought you were going to say he keyed the car, but with plastic yeah. knife. Then I was like, why wouldn't he just use his keys? Then I thought you were going to say he stuck it, because you said it was the pull handle, yeah. so I figured maybe it wasn't an alarm. No. I thought you were going to say he stuck the knife nope. in the keyhole nope. and snapped it off nope. so the guy couldn't get into nope. the car. He smeared this it is even more deviant. Smeared it, smeared it under the dog handles, uh, the, the door handles, smeared the dog on the door handles. I have this That's information. Now, again, he's my boss, so I'm not going to say anything like I saw it. it. You never brought it up to the him. The next day, he comes in. You know, we talk with the first patient. We go to the first patient. And then I say to him, just to hear what he's going to say, I say, um, hey, I saw the owner of, that, uh, of the car come out right after you left, right after you pulled away. So the owner of the car came out. He goes, yeah. He goes, you know what? He goes, I wound up writing him a note and putting it on his windshield. Just say, hey, please don't park near the car anymore. So it's all good now. No. I was like, that's wow. not what I saw. Wow. <laughs> I didn't say that that's not what I saw. Wow. But he didn't know. To the, he might not even know to this day. Then I know, but if you know, Jeff, I know what you did. Yeah, you you think that that's just a, um, a, an urban legend that people put flaming pit bags of uh, shit on doorsteps and people fall for it? I don't that's think ca- who's I, gonna be like, let me stomp this. I don't know that it's necessarily an urban myth. I do know, and again, if she wants me to delete this part, well, she shouldn't have told me the story. My girlfriend said that her ex boyfriend pissed her off. And she told me one time when she was having an argument with me, she said, if, if you piss me off, continue to piss me off, I'll do this to you too. She went on a website and sent elephant poop to her ex-boyfriend's house. <laughs> in a, They package it in a present like you think you're going to open up something nice and grand. And you open it up and it's, and it's actual real elephant shit in a box. Oh. And she said that there's a website to do this. How did she even know that that existed? Because the Puerto Ricans, man. That's genius. Sal. As you know, I've been walking around lately saying I can't even go outside unless I have, feel like I'm laying on a pillow. And I now I'm li- that. And now I'm literally, it's down to the point where I'm laying on pillows. Yeah. So what's happened is... Pillows are comforting. Sometimes you need a little bit of assurance or you need to just feel better about stuff. So what I said was, is I can't possibly keep walking through the streets with a pillow attached to my head and every time I see a pillow I have to lay my head on it so I said I need a human pillow mm. and where I found that human pillow is through counseling at betterhelp.com not better health better help com. and what I've been doing is talking to a therapist online yeah and they've become like my human pillow sure it's like counseling right it's like online discreet counseling yes discreet. kind of right not kind of that's what it, it is. is. It, yeah. That's exactly what it is. It is, yeah. It's, it's, it's talking to a human being and making and feeling by the end of that session that you're literally laying on a pillow that isn't there because you're getting your problems out. It's cathartic. You're talking to a trained professional yes. counselor. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it is discreet. 
It's most likely more affordable than traditional counseling. Well, and I think there's financial aid available. There's financial aid available and more affordable. It, it's more affordable without the promo code. With the promo code, betterhelp.com slash heybabe, you get 10% off your first month, my friend. 10% off a month? A month. What, are they giving it away? They're giving it away. So they've reached out to us and said that our listeners can use promo code Hey babe, so special offer for us. They get 10% off. It's betterhelp.com slash hey babe. That's it. And within 48 hours, you can be speaking to somebody. Within 40, and you could do it from any room in your house. You don't have to go anywhere. You do this all from the toilet. From the toilet. You could do it from the toilet while you're on the tushy. That's another sponsor. That's another one. Oh, yes, that's another one. That's right. Betterhelp.com. You could do it from the toilet. Betterhelp.com slash hey babe, 10% off your first month. What did you remember when we were growing up? Remember when we were growing up, and you would you would ask for just one cigarette. What was that called? Oh, that was called a Lucy. That was called a Lucy. Yeah, but cigarettes are bad. They're terrible. You know what would we be, have the we have the information now. You know what would be nice. Yeah, people that smoke cigarettes, they smoke cigarettes. What can you do? A nicotine alternative. Do you know of a nicotine alternative? Well, I know Lucy.co happens to be a nicotine alternative. Wait a minute, Lucy.co. Lucy.co. So you're saying no M. No M on there. Leave Throw off, the M away. Leave off the last M for... For... for uh, leave for, off the last M for... for mm, nicotine. Lucy.co. Promo code HeyBabe. H-E-Y-B-A-B-E. At checkout. Don't just yeah. don't just say hey babe to the computer and think you're going to get the promo code. You have to do it at no, checkout. Use your digits to type into the keyboard. H-E-Y-B-A-B-E. Hey babe at checkout. It is a nicotine alternative. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. But you want to help yourself maybe wean. Wean off and it. And it comes in lozenges. It comes in gum. Yes, it comes in, and, and, and the flavors of the gum, forget about it. You got cinnamon, you got pomegranate, you got wintergreen. I know. That's a, that, and, 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 and the lozenges, I share. And the lozenges. I've given some of Lucy the samples that we were sent. I've given them to my Aunt Colleen. She's true story, hand to God. Sure, she's a real pill. 35 year smoker. She's yeah. been taking the Lucy for the last two weeks, not one cigarette. She's only been yeah. chewing the Lucy's. Cigar- no, really? A cigarette. That's all. And then that's it. And, and, you, and how many people have been emptying their purses? On, on cartons of cigarettes. The cost, of, you know what the cost, you know how much a cigarette is now? I have no idea. One cigarette. You know how much it is? How much? $40. $40 for one cigarette. Something like that. So a pack's going now for, you got to think a pack now is $800. $800, easy for a pack. At my neighborhood, at my corner store. Lucy.co, promo code Hey Babe gets you 20%. Here's Poisson. Poisson. Oh my God. Gets you 20%. It's, it's almost like a pastry. It's a pastry. It's 20%. That's a, that's a French discount. Lucy.co. Yeah. Promo code Hey Babe H E Y B A B gets you twenty percent twenty percent off all products. Yeah. And this is this is when I literally almost took my firstborn child and threw in the washing machine because I couldn't believe yeah. that it was twenty percent off all products, including the gum and lozenges. That's insane. And you know what you could do with that twenty percent? What? You could go buy what? Maybe a croissant. Maybe a croissant with my twenty percent. That's right. But instead of, because I'm, I, I, I like to lower my cholesterol, and I was looking for a nicotine alternative, instead of taking my croissant and buying a croissant, I went to Lucy.co, promo code hey babe, and I got the gums and the lozenges and all the products. You listened to us for maybe some entertainment. You didn't realize that in the middle of this, there would be some important information that you could apply to your life to start it on a better path. Phoenix, Arizona, and Red Bank, New Jersey, I'm coming to you. February 25th to the 27th, Phoenix, Arizona, the House of Comedy. 
March 5th, I'm coming to the Vogel Theater in Red Bank, New Jersey. It's going to be fun, okay? Phoenix, Arizona, hit me with a can of Arizona iced tea. Vogel Theater, hit me with a salami sandwich. You can't lose. ChrisTComedy.com. Yes. Genius. That's genius. They know what's going on. Yeah, Poop Senders. Here we go. The ultimate gag gift. There it is. See? Holy crap. Poop Senders, she went to this website, which, by the way, if you guys want to sponsor the show, yeah, go I ahead. Mean, we got a promo poop, code. Poop Senders. <laughs> Just go to PoopSenders.com backslash hey, babe, and you get two free poops. <laughs> two free poops of the animal of your choosing. Animal of your choosing. And that's big, because other other websites, are, other podcasts aren't going to get Look you. Look what we have. Cow dung choosing. for $17.95. Elephant crap. Oh, they really is different. Go- gorilla poop. And then the combo pack. <laughs> you can get a combo pack for 45 bucks. Oh, my God. You can get gorilla, elephant, and cow. Should we do it? For $45. Let's reach out and see if they want to sponsor the show. I mean, what are we doing? We're shouting them out here. Oh, that's great. We should reach out. Yeah. We so, should also start getting our own. Yeah, we should reach out. That's, I mean, that's insane that this exists. That's insane. It's, it's, what is this, like oh, just a farm that's looking for an extra revenue stream? I don't know. I mean. I, how can we guarantee the Gorilla Poop's Gorilla Poop and not other poop? I can get her on the phone right now and say, hey, what the hell? How did you find this, you maniac? Customer testimonials. Can you read that? Because okay. I can't, but I'd love Customer- to know about it. Customer customer testimonials uh, customer testimonials from uh, from uh, Trent, New Jersey say this is a gift that every asshole neighbor should get. Wow. Then we have from Chicago, Illinois. Stan from Chicago says not only was your poop some of the finest poop ever sent in the mail, but your placement of the wanna find who sent this in quotes card within the poop forces the pooped on to actually sit through the poop only to find out that you'll never tell them who sent them the poop. Oh. I just finally heard back from the pooped on friend and I almost pooped myself when I heard the <laughs> when I heard he dug through the poop to find out who sent the poop that stand from Chicago. I mean, someone is a genius. Here we go. Jeff Downing from Lake Grove, New York. Shout out Lake Grove, New York. Shout out. You've received two packages of shit in the last two weeks. I know it's somebody in the office, so whoever is doing the jokes over, whoever do it, whoever is doing it, the joke's over. Quit sending me the shit. <laughs> oh, God, that's hysterical. That's what it is. Should we do like a podcast war? Should we send like some poop to another podcast? 100%. We're Who send- do we- hey, babe. It was sent there. Don't we know we do it? We shouldn't have said it. <laughs> can, right, you so hate, can you hate babe that? Hate babe that. That's no, but they're going to be able to see what you said. Just know. Like, hey, babe. Just know that's. Just okay. know that somebody's about to get some poop, some animal poop, and it's it's from love. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I love this. <sighs> oh, this Problem poop. with the neck pillow? Or? What's that? No, you know what it is, though? It actually was working terrific. It was actually soothing my neck, but the hood, I was overheating a little bit. Overheating. Yeah, well, because I already got this mane up here. Yeah. By the way, And by the way, it, it's so funny to see some of the... The comments, people just decide to log on to let me know that I should get a haircut or have a beard trim. And I want you to know that that's what I do. I, I look through the comments to see uh, what instructions I need for my own life. For your own and life, to, yeah, yeah. So just just know if you told me to get a haircut or, or, or stop growing my beard, no, I intend to do just that immediately. Immediately. It's what he's going to do. <laughs> I'll, yeah, and I'll shave his head live on the podcast. <laughs> um, so getting back to Homeland for a second. Yeah. So Homeland, I am. I never watched the show. I am fascinated. In my opinion, Homeland's not a sponsor. They're not paying us to say this. I think Homeland was one of the. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe I'm this late to the game. I know, I know, I know. I'm an asshole. Whatever, whatever. I understand you have some gripes about the show. Yeah. No, I, I love the show. Again, I'm watch it in full, but I have gripes. I'm in season five. Yeah, I'm in season five. So yeah. I want to start off with my first gripe, and then you tell me yours. Sure. Season five, I'm up to right now. I love it. I've been watching all the seasons. The one weird thing that happened, and again, nobody's been able to tell me this, and it's probably a scene you don't even remember, but for me, I was like, that was interesting. I thought for sure this is going to come back. Season one, the very first episode. Spoiler. She gets off a flight. 
from, from the Middle East back to Washington, D.C. They show her putting down her things, and then for no reason whatsoever, they show her going into the bathroom, taking a wet wipe and wiping off her vagina. Yeah. And I was just like, what's the point of that? And then they never bring, they never tie it in. They never tell me why she had to do that. I just thought it was an odd choice for the director to leave in. We're just going to show that she wipes off her vagina when she gets off a flight. I remember it because it was such a unique thing to show. Do you actually show. remember it? I swear to God. Because it, I, it made me turn. It's, I was taken aback. It made me turn to my girl and say, what? what, what do you wipe off? So, like, what, what happens you, in your vagina? Did but, you just wipe it off? And she was like, no. But let me ask you a question. Was the next scene not a love, not a, a love making? Didn't no, she, she was at she, work. No, she didn't go to a bar and like try to pick up somebody. Are you sure about Maybe that? Maybe she did. Yeah, I, I remember it being Maybe linked to her did. like uh, her like her bad choices and being promiscuous. Like, I think I think she was like uh, they 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 lean into that right because she was she's mentally unstable. Mentally and unstable. She, she doesn't have a, like a solid home life, and no. I think she's like uh, because of her career and everything. I thought I thought that they were like kind of like showing you that she's right just out there like uh, she's dis disassociated and disconnected from her emotions. I thought Listen, so. I Sal, thought she was you- going out for a one night stand and she was just doing a quick. Sal, uh, if- if you got that assessment and all that from a vagina wipe, yeah, then you're on a you're on a, a different level. You're on a different playing field than me, and I I kind of feel like in awe that you were able to surmise all that from a simple vag. I wipe. think you're giving me too much credit. I, Here we go. Well, you, you found you it? pulled it up right. I mean, look at this. Look oh at this. My, she's yeah. just wiping it, looking up at the ceiling, and I, I don't understand why. If the sound was off, this could this looks like a commercial. It does look like a commercial. Like on, like on like on the go. Yeah. Like you know, lady wipes. You know, like yeah. oh, she's in a little black dress, and it's like yeah. have, have, a, have an event tonight, and not yeah. feeling not that fresh. Yeah. Are you yeah. a CIA officer with a mental disability, bipolar, <laughs> and you're going out on a date but didn't have time to take a shower? Yeah. Use this. We were at Rockefeller Center and accidentally got ejaculated on. <laughs> yeah, go to vagwipes.com, promo code HeyBib. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I thought that that was a takeaway from it. I found it like well, it was very candid. Yeah. So, what's your gripe with the show? I got a couple gripes. Okay. Uh, my biggest gripe of the whole show, seven seasons, whatever it was, is I can't understand them they talk fast and low and a lot everything's a, there's a lot of like whispering and talking through teeth after all it is it is espionage it's espionage and they're always like you know what about the subtitles i put them on but also it's like now i'm just reading i might as well read a book i put i, I cannot watch a show or a movie without the subtitles well i certainly and this is where it started this is where the, the impetus was for me i could not watch homeland without subtitles Saul Berenson has a way of not enunciating and by the way shout out Mandy Patankin I, I love Mandy Patankin never heard I, of this guy before you, Homeland oh you know Mandy Patankin what do I know Mandy Patankin from Mandy, Mandy Patankin's amazing what Mandy I, Patankin is this illustrious celebrated decorated career what is Mandy Patankin Mandy know Patankin Man, this is it Princess Bride no is that the one with Jennifer Lopez you're gonna talk to me about Shrek and you're not gonna talk to me about the Princess Bride Pimp have you ever seen Shrek the Princess Bride like, Shrek has to be yeah, it's in, a classic the Princess Bride is basically uh, Shrek. I, well, I don't know what Shrek is. Is that but... the one with Julia Roberts? Who's in the Princess Bride? No, it's uh, Carrie Elways. And, Who's uh, that? The, the guy from, you know, Carrie Elways. He's like from like, uh, I don't know, so many things. Saw, maybe. But like, so... Princess Bride, baby. You never saw Princess no, Bride. I never saw Princess Bride. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this a God, Savage vehicle? Hey, by the way, Mandy Patankin, Jewish guy, playing. his character's name is Inigo, Inigo Montoya. Montoya. It's cultural appropriation. We're not here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't know who Inigo Montoya is? My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Do you know this? It's, it's a classic bit. Please play the clip. I, I, Bru- 
Wow, I need to see dude. Mandy Patinkin in a role. Not I'm so Hansen. happy for you because you get to see Princess Bride for the first time. I've never seen it. Oh, well, now I know what I I'm mean, doing tonight. 25-year classic. Get5thc.com. Mandy Patinkin plays this, uh, this, what would you call him? He's a, Is this Mandy Patinkin? That's Saul Berenson, baby. Can you believe what? it? Listen to me. A man with six fingers killed his father in this, when he was young. And he always he, he dedicates his life to becoming an amazing uh, guy with a sword. <laughs> what do you call it? A swordsman? <laughs> a swordsman. A, a battler? Whatever I call you want him to, a swordsman. Uh, a fencer? I don't know. Whatever you, what call, you call him. What do you call him? He's a, he's a warrior. Whatever. He, he dedicates his life to the skill of sword fighting to find a six-fingered man. He dedicates his life to find a man with six fingers to kill his father. And so check this out. I'll tell you. Without giving so much away. He witnessed his father's death. The guy had six fingers, and then a guy, as him as a kid, went, took the sword and gave him a scar. And his life's work was to find that man and kill him. Really? And in the movie, he finds the guy with the six fingers, and he says, I've been waiting to say this to you since I was a little boy. And he goes, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And that's Mandy Patankin. Does he kill him? Ooh, does he kill him? This is it. Yeah. I would never in a million years... By the way, how old is Mandy Patankin? He's like seven hundred. Yeah, because even because because in, in 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 Homeland he looks like an old man, and even here it's like he looks like he's in his mid forties already. <laughs> this is thirty years ago. Just, he had to be like forty. Yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, there's God, but that's what I'm saying. Mandy has been ride or die for the longest time. So in no way, shape, or form is Saul Berenson played by Mandy Patankin his big break. Oh no, no, did, no, no, did, no, 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 so no, no. Mandy Patankin didn't even audition for him, and he was given the part Patankin of Saul Berenson. Patankin was given it. He's a big actor. But I don't know if he auditioned or not, but he's he's like he's akin to the greatest actors of that generation. I think you've heard of Mandy Patinkin outside of Homeland Saul Berenson, pimp. I mean, he's just one of those guys in Hollywood you see in everything. He's been in 150 movies. I've never seen him, not a shred of him at all anywhere ever, besides in Homeland, at which I started watching about two weeks ago, and have oh Smurfs: The Lost Village. I seen he's a. <laughs> If he's a voice in Smurfs the Lost Village, then I've definitely heard of him. I've yeah, definitely but, heard I, his voice. but here's my problem with Mandy. And Mandy, if you're watching, and I, I never brought this up. Mandy, if you want to come on the show. Patankin, I, I love you. I would yeah. love to interview you. I'm a huge fan. Um, but he has this way of being like, I'm like here goes Saul again with his with his low yeah. rambling. Yes, yeah. yeah. So okay, and I got it. And 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 man, if I didn't put up with seven seasons of that, you don't want. I mean, he's eight, amazing. Eight seasons. eight seasons. Yeah, he's amazing. But right. I need subtitles when I watch Homeland. It's my biggest gripe. That's the biggest gripe. That's it. That goes no further than that. Hands You're, down, biggest gripe. I don't understand a word they're saying. Did you binge watch it? Did you did you watch this as it was happening? I started in like season like I want to say season two, uh, season three maybe. So I I binged the first two or three seasons and then every one I watched in real time. In real time, like you would wait every one weekly. Sun, what what was the day? What was the date and time? Uh, Take a guess. Uh, I feel like it was Sunday nights, but I could be wrong. What time? Eastern time. It was late. I'm, I'm asking. I'm. I'm. A, you got. Know. It's Showtime. Give me a guess. Right? Give Show, us a guess. Isn't it Showtime? Showtime is yeah, right. Showtime. But yeah. just say what was it? Sundays eight o'clock. Sundays ten o'clock. Just throw it out there. It's so hard to do. Even the shows that you love, you can't remember. Yeah, the because you know times. what I did a lot of times too. I would just watch it. Like once it went into the uh, on demand, like that week's on demand, I would just watch it on on demand. But no, I would watch it live. I just don't remember. I feel like it, I feel it was a Sunday night show. Maybe like. In the primetime Sunday night, but I, I could be wrong. You got to give me, you got to put but, in an official bid. But, okay. Sunday is at what? 
10 o'clock. Sunday's 10 p.m. Eastern time is Sal Volcano's official bid. If he gets it right. Could be wrong completely. Sunday, if he gets it right. Sunday nights, yeah, date and time. If he gets it right, I stay. If he gets it wrong, I walk off the show right here. Okay. You mentioned it. <laughs> Could you it imagine? Wanted, it was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. Sunday nights, 9 o'clock. You got it. it. Did you say 9? I said 10. Close enough, I'll stay. I'll stay on the show. How about 10 Central and Mountain? There you go. Wow, there you go. Yeah. There you go. And then yeah. Carrie, too... Oh, this is, but I will tell you this. Watching Homeland would give me massive anxiety. Massive. For two reasons. One, what you said earlier. I feel like, because when you watch Homeland, basically they're telling you that the world is on the brink of being detonated Constantly. at any given moment. Any moment. And there are a hundred factors at play, and she's diffusing all these situations in, like, all the time. Like, these situations are constantly being diffused. diffused. So while we're, like, watching Smurfs right. and, you know, and, and whatever it Having is, a good time. you know, putting hanging your coat in the vestibule, yeah. there's a team of people trying to save the Earth from being detonated. Every- and, and it's just too much to think about. And they never get celebrated. They're the unsung heroes. They could pulling off an operation that took months to to disarm the one event that could have killed thousands of people, and their name will never be in the paper because it never happened. And it's a thankless job. A thankless job. We're none the wiser that 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 everything's being diffused every moment. So are we six I, pence none the richer? We're six pence none the richer. Yeah. And, you know, uh, yes. What <laughs> song was that? Um, they had a, the, they uh, had a hit. Uh, uh, Nothing's uh, right. I'm torn. No, that's no, a no, That's Natalie I mean. Natalie Boogie, six pence on the richer is um, uh, to uh, kiss breakfast me, at Tiffany's. Kiss, kiss me, yes. in the morning sunlight. Yeah. So kiss, kiss me, run down the, the green, green grass. Be me. That's six pence on the. And that was a one. That was a one hit wonder. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who that was, was a, well? I said, what about uh, breakfast at Tiffany's? Just say I think I remember the things. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna get bare naked ladies. No, no, that was. It's been one week since you looked at me. <laughs> and they also sing chickadee. No, that's the same. They sing. Yeah, they sing something else. I forgot. I forgot the other no, one. No, but that was all those. All the, that, that like one. when Friends was out. It was like that. Like 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 that. Like it was what grunge turned into before yeah. it and died all the way. How about how about yesterday? I was in the car. We were in the. I was in the car with my family, and the friend Friends theme song came out. Like that song came out just on the radio, and. Oh, like the full version? Yeah, the full version comes around, yeah. And my mother turns around to us and she goes, I bet you guys can't guess what show this was from. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dead it. Dead serious. And we were I like, friends? Amelia, she goes, you guys are good. <laughs> it was just like, okay. I love that. I love it that. It was like. Dude, I, I've been freaking out about lyrics. Like this, not freaking out, but like this week, there was like three or four songs I listened to and I was like, what are these? Like. You, there's definitely you. You know that everybody, every single person has a hundred songs minimum that they they don't know what the words were, but they we assign words. Yeah, and then that's good enough for us. Yeah, and then that's what you sing for your what, whole life for your whole until life until one day you see a lyric or you hear it clear or someone corrects you. Right, and there's like uh, you. You have any songs that you know like you do? Yeah, that like with, when I was I, a kid, I remember like the reggae song that was big. It was like action. Yeah, come on, come on, what are they sweetie? What is he saying? Action. Akamakamota, sweetie, sama na na do do ba da. But you don't, you don't know what he's saying, right? I've sang different versions. You are so fine. You know, I'm playing with my mind. Right. Yeah. No, I, I that so I would. Yeah. What about you? What's song for you? I got um. Uh, <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Oh, you know what I found out? Uh, uh, someone just told me what this was. Right. You know Cotton Eye Joe? Yeah. Yeah. I found out what he's saying. What are you saying? I didn't know it. What's he saying? What do you think he's saying? Um, I've been running around a long time ago. <laughs> Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton but how does this song begin? Oh, that that thing. What's he saying right there? Um, he's um um. I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna look. I've been married long time ago. What does he say before I've been married long time ago? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I, I, I always go. What does he say? If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe. I've been married a long time ago. All he's saying is if it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe. That's what he's saying, that son of a bitch. What? Right? Listen to it. It it fits. If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe. I've been married a long time ago. (laughs) Where did you come from? Where Where did you go? go? Where did you come come from? from Cotton Eye Joe. Joe. Which, by the way, I don't even know what any of that means. I don't means. know what I mean. What about, what about this? What about, what about, I'm blue, bada, bada, da, da, bada, bada, I used to think, I used to think it was saying, I'm blue, if I was green, I would die. I thought, to, I, th- I think Did so, too. Did you think that? Is that, that. Is, are those the lyrics? I'm blue, I'm blue if, if I was, I was green, green, I would, I would die. die. What does that mean? I don't know, dude. It's got to be something, it's got something to do with Homeland, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. It's all connected. Uh, what about, what about Black Cat, Janet Jackson? I don't even know the song. What do you mean you don't know the song? Do you Black know the song? cat. Da, 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 I don't even know the song. Do you know the song? Living on the edge, not afraid. Kim doesn't know it either. It was one of our hits. Black Black cat. The only Janet ja- Janet Jackson song. Wait, I wait. Know. Before you play the lyrics, don't even look at that because I don't want to say. But can you play the song? Okay, oh, we have to. Oh, you can't play the song. Damn YouTube rules. But I have twenty three. Lyrics. Okay. You've probably been singing. For, oh, waterfalls. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and lakes that you, you used to. to. Shout out Chili, by the way. My, my, she's, no, what do you she's mean? Actual li- misheard lyric. Waterfalls. I always thought they were singing, don't go chasing waterfalls instead of chasing. What? What kind of that, stupid asshole? That's an asshole. I thought I was always. I, okay. Who's Jason Waterfalls? Give me the beat, boys, and free. I know that one. Give me the beat, boys, and free, free my, my soul. soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll drift away. That's Toby. Yeah, Blair. I mean, again, the, so far we have give me the beach, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. People thought give me the beach, boys. Yeah, that's stupid. What, what would be the point I, I of? I don't hear, what else do we have? Miss her lyric. Last night I dreamt of soft bagels, but it's really oh, last San night Pedro. I dreamt of bagels. I mean, these are just stupid. stupid. These are actual. Don't even bleep this. These are assholes. Whoever these people are. Yeah, that's it. You didn't even get a hey babe. On then that. we got Lucille Kenny Rogers, who just passed yeah. away. R.I.P. When I was a kid, I heard Kenny Rogers as saying, "You picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille, with four hundred children and a crop in the field." The actual lyric is, "You picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille, with four hungry children." So it's pretty morbid. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny. Oh, Bugaboo Destiny's Child. Let's just do one more. Bugaboo Destiny's Child. No, I, I, I love this. I got something for you. Here we go. Uh, it was number five. Bugaboo's Destiny Child. Oh, that's... Here we go. Bugaboo. There we go. Oh, bu- bu- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Misheard lyric is when I was younger, I thought the lyrics to Destiny's Child song, Bugaboo, were break my knees so I can't move because you a bugaboo. The actual lyric is break my lease so I can move. Tell MCI to cut the phone calls, break my lease so I can move. I don't know. I don't even know what that is. Okay. Okay, you want to talk about lyrics that I don't understand, but I know the words to? Yeah. Culture Club. Okay. Okay. Time. Right. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You know the song? Time won't give me time. Yes. But time makes lovers feel like they got something. Am I allowed to sing it? 
Yeah, you can, I think you can sing it, yeah. Like, they got something real. Yeah. But you and me, we know they got nothing but time. And time won't give me time. What's that mean? No idea. Time won't give me time. Time won't give Let's me time. Let's break it down. Time won't give me time. So maybe it means that, like, no matter how much I time passes, or no matter how much I want extra time, I can't get extra time. I can't get, Is can't that get what that means? Time I, won't give me time? I would think that that's... What it means, but I will tell you. I don't know if you ever met Boy George. Have you ever met Boy George? No, but I I got a shout out Culture Club. Shout out Culture Club. One time I did the Larry Wilmore show, the nightly show with I Larry Wilmore. Remember the comedy yes. show? Yeah, I did it. I was a guest with Boy George and Cameron, the rapper Cameron, who Cameron <laughs> came on the show in a full turban, never addressed it. <laughs> Just <laughs> it's a, you could look as a full full turban. Boy George came on the show with a top hat that was Abraham Lincoln level. Yes. And I felt like a jerk off for having nothing on my head. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Boy George, literally, great guy. He says, um, he says to me, we're talking or whatever. And then he says to me, he says to me, very, very high chance, my love. You were conceived to one of my songs. And I was like, okay. He goes. He's there's a very probably high, right, but I, I that is that is very. He's emboldened. He's emboldened. That's very. I like it. You know, it's confident, but I I don't think I don't find it to be uh, off putting. He also gave me his he phone number and said love. to reach out anytime, and I've texted twice, and they both texted not delivered. Really? I swear to God, boy George, I have my phone. He gave me his phone number, and I never, you know, unless yes, he, well, there he, it is. Yeah. If he gave you his phone number, why would it be wrong? You know. I don't know. I don't know. But he did that. Yeah, it was me, him, oh, and Cameron. Can you call boy George right now? <laughs> yeah. Can we try to call Boy George? Yeah, call him. Uh, I mean, I yeah. Mean, nightly show was four years ago, but let's do it. Let's do it. I forgot who I was on the nightly show with, but I got a one hundred chip at the end. I kept it one hundred. Can you call? I mean, this is um. We could ask him directly what these lyrics mean. Yeah. You know. There we go. So time won't give me time. So that means I feel that means like no matter what, you can't manufacture time. You're not getting I never more time. Saved in. it. Uh, time won't give me time, but time makes lovers feel like they got something real. So I think that uh, is time an illusion then? So the well, time m- is an illusion. Time is arbitrary. Time was made up by human beings. It's not a real thing. So time, time you makes lovers feel like But you and me, we know that they got nothing but time. So d- 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 tell me what you think this means. Time won't give me time. Okay. But time makes lovers feel like they got something real. But you and me both know they got nothing but time, and time won't give me time. The only thing that I could say is maybe it means something to the effect of t- lovers think that time is real, but we all know that love is just chemistry and it's chemicals. And as the chemicals fade away and you pee them out, the love will go away. So they think that they have this time, but they really don't because the love, is a, it's, it's a clock that eventually goes away because it, it's chemical. But you and I have time because we're not in love. <laughs> I don't know, but you know the song, though. I actually don't. Can you just can you we just cut this part out? Can you just play it for them? Because this song is a this song is a banger. I don't think I can write a song. Uh, yeah, for me, no. I wouldn't even know where to begin. I could never rap, write a song. I yeah. can't sing. I don't even know how to play an instrument. I don't even think my thumbs would let me play an instrument. I've rapped a little bit. I'm, I'm what do you not mean saying you've I'm a rapper. A little bit. I'm not saying I have any skill with it. I'm not saying I'm not saying any of that. I'm not saying anything. But when I've had to like karaoke or whatever, like I don't, I don't, I think I could like, I'm, I could passively rap where I, I put enough feeling into it that I, that I have a bit of a, like I'm not just like, you know, like hip hop hooray, oh, ho, yeah, you know, like I, yeah. I, you know, I, I have a little bit of confidence in me to, to, you know, 
To rap a few bars. To rap a few bars. Yeah. No, I couldn't do, I don't think I could do any of it. I'm not singer, you know, I don't, even doing stand-up, like being on stage, like I kind of just feel like it's not even like a real talent. Like I feel like when I watch somebody sing, <laughs> my point is when I watch somebody sing and dance and write a song, I'm like, oh, that that's actual talent. They're an artist. Right. Anytime I get called an artist, I'm like, what are you talking yeah, about? I yeah. go up there and I make up stories about my father. Yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. What do you mean over here? No, you know? but yeah, but I, I wish. But do, do you, do you wish that you can like do that? So, Is that because that's my number one thing? I wish I every, could do every every song I hear that I love. Obviously, I love the 1975. I also love a, a, a new band, or not a new band, but a not as well known band called the band Camino. Love those guys. Every time I'm listening to their songs, even Whitney Houston, when I'm listening to a Whitney Houston song, yeah. all I do is imagine myself being that person singing the song. I've imagined myself being Whitney Houston yeah. singing Same. singing any of her hit songs. Same. Because she exudes being, soul. Being Whitney Houston singing so emotional yeah. to the lyrics of uh, singing about, you know, I get so emotional, emotional baby. baby. Every time I think of you, I get so emotional, baby. Ain't it shocking what love can do? Yeah. Ain't it shocking what love can do? I've imagined myself literally in 80s gym clothes and women's spandex singing that song to a crowd full of people as I'm walking on the elliptical. Yeah, yeah. You know what I always want to do, too? Yeah. Something she does is when they, like, hold the side and they go, like, Oh, my God, yeah. And she does that. Well, the, well, you know what? I noticed that about you because there's been some time, there's been a couple of times where uh, you've posted something on, on social media or maybe I've been at the show, but there's been a couple of times where you've been doing a show with the Jokers to the Packed Out Arenas and you started with a song, but you sing the song as if you're the lead singer of the band. Oh, we used, to close, we used to close we'll with close Billy with Joel's... Uh, well, we closed with every no, no, tour is a different song. No, and I think there was another song with, with Steve Byrne. I, um, um, oh, Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brightside. Yeah, and I'm that's like, all Sal Byrne. is making believe he's, he's, he's in The Killers. <laughs> I'm watching him because you're like, you're, you're putting the mic down and looking up. I'm like, he thinks he's in The Killers. Oh, because what other... What it's, what other time are you gonna be able to do that? No, no, it's, I, I want to feel that feeling, and so I'm like, play a song at the end. I'll sing the whole goddamn thing. You give me one opportunity to get on stage in front of ten to fifteen, twenty thousand people. I'm gonna play a song and make believe I'm the artist singing that song babe. right after I finish my comedy. Babe, I did it every night for a, for eight like eighty all over cities. the world. Eight, actually, probably more than eighty cities all over the world. The last tour we closed with Billy Joel's "You May Be Right." Right. Do you know that song? Uh, Friday night I oh, crashed yeah, yeah. your... Oh, man. Yeah. We used to scream it into the mics. Yeah. The whole crowd is singing it, and it's just fun. It's a nice little way well, to... That, well, that's the, the thing. Nothing, in my opinion, gets the crowd moving and kills like music. Even the, the best stand-ups, even, you know, Big and Practical Jokers fan, or even watching Like a Chappelle. If you put a musician before or after, they can't possibly move the crowd I know. as good as the musician. I know. It's, it's just It just does something to... Do you know actually what dancing is? Like the, the technical scientific definition of dancing is your brain... Processing get, emotion? Your, your, no, your brain gets so overloaded with... Your new, neurons get so overloaded, overloaded with stimulus from the music that your brain and body has no idea what to do, so it starts to rhythmically move in an effort to try to dissipate the overload of shock the brain is having. That's amazing. That is what dancing is. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. how wild is that? Yeah, it's the purpose of uh, releasing energy or simply taking the light. So that's just like, you know... But if the, the, yeah, like the your, your brain is like, you have to move. That's what your brain is doing. It's getting an overload. I have a challenge for you guys. Maybe at the first live show you Homeless perform. Homeless pimp challenge. What is it? You perform an original song at the first live show, you two? There it is. Uh, I mean, Martha Plimpton. <laughs> challenge accepted. Do you know who that is? Uh -huh. Martha Plimpton? Oh, I thought you just called him Martha Pimpton. I did. Because oh. of Martha Plimpton. Oh. 
Who's Martha Plimpton? She's an actress that was in the Goonies and many other things. Oh, shout out, <laughs> shout out the Goonies. My lawyer yeah. was in the Goonies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chunk. <laughs> shout out Martha Plimpton. But shout Martha, out Martha Plimpton. Plimpton. Oh, she's I've, from I've New been York. Saying your name in like so many different ways. Pimp. <laughs> yeah. What's the, the, other, the other day I was like, oh, I gotta text Bubba Gum Pimp. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. Pimpanzee. Pimpanzee is yeah, funny. Fun. Yeah. Pimpanzee. I okay. So that's what we're gonna do. The very first Hey Babe when the world opens. What back do you want up, to do? Have a have a what? When we do the very first Hey Babe live show, we will pre- perform at the end of our show an original song that we have created. Oh, singing. You two created sing. a song. We wrote it and sang it. Wow. We're going to write and sing at the end of the, of the very first Hey Babe show, so you got to be there, the live show. Yes. Which by this rate will be 2025. Yes. <laughs> I remember was a, there was a podcast that you were like, I don't know, in just... As a joke, you were like, something, 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 uh, or the podcast ends right now. And then everyone was like, don't end the podcast, don't end the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, did I say that on one of the episodes? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just did it again with it if you don't get the homeland right. Yeah. And they think it's a threat. <laughs> no, 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 we are not ending the podcast. This is going, this is going for a long time. Trust me. Shout out Paragon Ad Company. <laughs> we're gonna do this. What about what about when you uh what about when you have to sing a song to someone because you're like trying to remember, like know what you're like, oh, do you know this song? Yeah. And then people are like We'll sing it, uh, sing it, and do then you, do you have confidence to sing it in that in that moment? Yes and no. Like I feel like certain songs, like if it was a Whitney Houston song, I could just hit it because like I've now I can't sing, but I've memorized the way Whitney Houston sings that I I can just feel like the best chance I have at sounding like me knowing how to sing is singing some type of Whitney Houston song. But other than that, that's like the most challenging thing you could do. I know it's insane. So Whitney Houston has one of the saddest songs I've ever heard in my life. Which one? I have like five songs that if you played, I'll cry. Which, I okay, swear what, to God, I swear to God, if you played f- like a handful of songs that I tell you right now, I could stare at you and I will produce tears streaming down my face. It's something biological, chemical with me, and, and it happens. But Whitney Houston for me, there's a, only one song that make me cry. Really? Just one song and one song only: the national anthem. Is that right? That's it. That's God it. bless you. You're God a bless him, patriot. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Mine, I have like five, six, seven, eight songs. Okay. One of them is Whitney Houston's All at Once. All at Once. I'm drifting. Yeah. Uh, uh, I uh, forgot no, the rest of the no, lyrics, no, no, no. but I just know All uh, at Once. All, uh, she went, wait, yeah. Oh, I'm drifting on a lonely sea, holding, holding on, on to man, and it hurts me more, more than, than you know. So much, so much is, more. Is this, I mean, I know we're singing a lot during this, but just sing along, you know, all like just sing along all at once. Oh, this is a, this is a, this is the, this is the line that guts me. What is it? Um, all at once, the smile that used to greet me brightened someone's else, someone else's day. She took, took your, your smile away, away and left me with just memories, memories all at once. That's so sad. That's very, very sad. Who wrote that song? It wasn't Whitney. Was it? Maybe it was. I hope it was. I love Whitney. Whoever wrote that song. Can I just say something, though? Yeah. You can't... I love Whitney Houston like you can't imagine. I love her, love her songs, love her so much. I'm just not the kind of guy who ever wants to wait online for anything. I would never camp out on anything. If they brought Whitney Houston back from the dead and she had a concert at MSG, I wouldn't even wait online for that. I would just see the length of the line and say, I'll just see her next time, even though she's dead, and they're going to put her right back in the I'm ground. The, I'm the opposite. You will wait. Not only will I wait. I mean, I've, I'm like bucket list. I have to see this person this per- at any cost. Right, at any cost. At any cost. I'll pay a premium. I'll wait online. How about this? And you're, by the way, one of the most nonchalant guys for huge events of that I've ever met. I remember we were all hanging out in Vegas. We were having a great time. You guys were staying in, uh, an extra couple of days. We are all just chilling. I had to go... I forgot where I had to go, Nashville or something like that, to, to do a show. And you say, yeah, just go. You know, there's nothing going on. 
I call you, get back to New York. I said, hey, remember I, I left on uh, Friday. I had, I had a small show at Zany. Shout out Zany's Comic Club. Great. I said, what did you do? He goes, oh, he goes, what do we do? What do we do? Oh, you know what? We actually wound up going to the Elton John concert and we hung out with them all night. I said, <laughs> I said, what do you mean you went to the Elton John concert? He said, yeah, we went to the Elton John concert. We were right there. We saw him, got to meet him. Yeah, it was great. But what did you do? Where were you, Zany's? <laughs> I said, yeah, no, I, I didn't meet him, but but we had but we had our own section, which is was awesome. Yeah, right above the stage. Turns out, by the way, that was his goodbye, his Yellow Brick Road farewell tour. Never gonna perform again. So I went there. What? Did he, he tell me thirty hits in a row? It was it was a, a magical. Experience. Didn't he do it in his pajamas too, or something no, wild? No. What was wild was it came out later that he was pissing his pants the whole time. What? Which I think performers do that apparently, or he does it. He was wearing like a, I don't know if it was a diaper or just some type of very absorbent. Because he has to pee so much? I mean, he's, he's paying three hours and maybe he's up in age. I don't know if he has, has, a, maybe he has a UTI. He's I don't the know. exact opposite of you. He's the exact opposite of me. You pee once a yeah. week. It came out, he would, well, he would sing, this is, I swear to God, this is what he would do. He'd sing a song. Every song was a massive hit. He'd sing a song. Everyone knows it's the last time they've seen it live, basically. Right. At the end of every song, 30 songs, three-hour concert at the end of every song. He got a standing ovation. He got out from under the piano, uh, piano, went to the front of the stage, took a bow to a standing ovation, 30 songs in a row. 30 times. And he had this chalice. It was a bucket. It looked like it was a spittoon. And he kept hawking spit and loogies into the spittoon <laughs> the whole show. He'd be like, goodbye, no, Gene. <laughs> Wow. And he kept doing it. Like, what is he doing? I guess he just has to clear his throat and he needs he needs a way to do it in style. Yeah. And he was hawking into a spittoon for three hours straight. Every song, standing ovation. Then a week later, it's in the news. He came out and said, Yeah, I was just pissing and shitting the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and you were there. You were there, I was there and I left. You could put Vegas. You could put Vegas, yeah, Elton John, piss pants. Sal was there, and I, I left early to go on a <laughs> Southwest flight that connected through Chicago. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, that's, uh, I mean, huge moments. Look at Elton John, the best. And, he's, and, he, and he has stayed true to the retirement. He's never come back. You, you genuinely. I think that was it. That was it? Let me tell you. Because didn't like Jay-Z amazing. retire and then kept coming back? Who? Didn't Jay-Z retire, but then he just kept coming back? Yes. But Elton John stayed true to his word. I don't know actually about Jay Z. He retired. Why would I he think, do that? Didn't Jay Z say he was retiring? Well, yeah, he wore a diaper and pissed himself during the Las Vegas gig. There you go. Elton John once wore a diaper and pissed himself during Las Vegas gig. Only, yeah. only someone like Sir Elton can. Sir do Elton, it. he do owned it. He told everyone, "It's like get this. I had to piss the whole time." Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I had to pee the whole time. The little pee pee head. Well, there you go. I mean, listen, what can you do? You know. But so I'll tell you this. So there's a song. You know this one. Tell me if, if you know this song, because I love a good falsetto Okay, as well. That's one of the things I wish. Like, if, if you could have one person's voice, who would it be? One person's voice? Would it be like voice? Sinatra? Would it be like Ray Charles? Would it be like J Justin Timberlake? Does it have to be a guy? No, I guess not. Well, then again, I, yeah, I want to know your reality. If your singing chops could produce a voice, let's do male and female. Okay, so if I could have any voice of anyone whatsoever at all, I know we talk a lot about Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston would probably be number one, or Adele would be number two. For a guy, mm, for a that. guy, I would think the I would either want to have um, Chris Stapleton's voice, oh, the country Tennessee sing, whiskey, Tennessee whiskey, that, or the other guy, Ray La Montague or Montangani, oh, La Montaigne. I'd like to have Ray La Montaigne's voice. He's awesome. Great voice. He's awesome. Yeah. 
I'd like to have those two guys' voices. Yeah, that's good. He's like, you are the best thing. They her. You know that yeah. one, right? Like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. I would, I would see, I, Whitney's hard to top, but yeah. I would go back maybe a little bit. Wow. I'd maybe do Aretha. Wow. Or maybe just like a Billy or an Ella, like a Billy yeah. Holly, like one of those, like a throwback, I think. But then for, for a guy... Man, I got to tell you who's in contention. Oh, Justin Timberlake's in contention. Justin Timberlake. Because he yeah. effortlessly can do different genres, and he has a falsetto that'll knock your socks off. Justin Timberlake might be one of the most talented individuals overall yeah. of anybody I've ever seen in the human race ever. Yeah. Because he, not only can he sing and dance. Shout out Justin Timberlake. He's, uh, he could probably have been a Saturday Night Live cast member without yeah. ever... Without ever being Justin Timberlake, right. obviously you know does a show. Right. Now he, 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 he acts. He could do anything. What Justin a career. Timberlake. Who Justin Timberlake? To me, some of the most talented people of all time, all across the board. JT is up there, just talent out yeah. the yin yang like you can't believe. Yeah, yeah, like like choose your career, and he just accelerates. He can just do whatever you want. Jamie Foxx is like that. Jamie Foxx is gonna be the next person I said. Jamie Foxx, unbelievable. Anything that guy does, unreal. Shout out yeah. to the movie Soul. I know we talked about it last podcast. Oh, yeah, that great was, yeah, movie. Soul, yeah, yeah. Soul, great. Did we talk about Soul in the podcast? I, I, you know what? Did I we don't talk know, about Soul? I don't know if I'm coming or going. I have no idea. We talked so, about Soul. I talked about Soul all week. I've seen it three times we already. We talked about Soul. I don't know who I talked to it about. Yeah, I thought the, I thought the lead character looked like Roy Wood Jr. I was rebuffed on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can see that. No, because I finally watched Soul because I don't watch Pixar, and you were in my head, and it's on Christmas best. Day, I got the Disney Channel because I wanted to watch Mandalorian. Shout out Mandalorian. Shout out Bill Burr. Yeah. And I was like, uh, what is Soul? It came out today, and I go, let me give Pixar a whirl. By the way, people were enraged when we called a uh, Disney movie a Pixar. Oh, event. sorry about that. You guys gotta put the keyboards down. down. It's a free Jesus show. Jesus Christ. Yes. But, yeah. You know, no, but I like Justin's falsetto. It, I dream. You know how you say you dream about you sing Whitney? I want to sing when he goes, uh, if I wrote you a symphony. Oh, yeah. When, would you see how much it means to me? Look what I do. Like, no. It just, it's so, like, soulful. For me, and I know it's close, I know it's close, because obviously, obviously, I would, ass, I would assume. I feel it when he sings it. I'm, I'm in my car alone, and I go, I, I'm making faces. I'm, like, in the car going, you're, you're love, a love no. If I could trade places and have experience from a point of view, it's of of one moment in history, of one gr group of years in history, it is not even close. It's a guarantee. You can ask me right now. You can ask me 20 years from now. You could ask me 20 years ago. The answer would remain the same. And I know it's very close to you because I'm, I'm assuming he's a friend of the show. He's a very close friend of yours. Met him a couple of times. Very, very nice guy. But to be, have been in the 90s, a member of NSYNC. Oh, sure. Number one thing I would do, and, you know, the many times, you know, Joey Fatone, obviously sure. very well-known for friendship, the many the, the the times when I've met him and been in his presence, you know, through you, all I've thought about is I would love to do. I would love to just. I want to get inside his. I want to crawl up his ass and get in his brain. Yeah, because I yeah. want to just see what he saw in the nineties. I've heard that a lot. Of, I've heard a lot of stories. And unbelievable. He'll tell stories. He would be a great guest on the show. If he'll, he he'll come on. I'll tell stories. It's wild to hear his stories. I mean, I mean, think about the level uh, of what he achieved, what he saw, and what he experienced. I mean, there is. The smallest fraction of people that has seen and done what he has seen and done. Oh, it's, like yeah. he, there was a time he played a ninety. They played ninety thousand seat sta uh, stadium, like who, in like Japan, every corner of the that, world. Dude? I mean, that's they were the like, most they famous were like the Beatles. They were the, the most famous five men at that time. Like at the time the, in the world, that whole screaming pass out, like that Michael that Jackson them. Beatles. Because to me, screaming. they were bigger than the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, I believe so. I, I would, I would, I don't know. Argue, I would argue to say that they were the most 
popular boy band of, of all time. I think they probably no, have nothing against NKOTB mm. or Backstreet Boys or, or any of them. Not none of them. But or the Jonas Brothers. Here's all right, so here's a, here's a good falsetto song. Let me know if you know this song. Okay. okay, ready? And I don't know all the words, but I'll do my best. Um. You stupid, so crazy. When you hold my blood you were my one temptation. And I got this feeling again. I guess I'm so confused about you. Oh, I feel so in love. Oh, baby. What can I do? I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you. Huh? Been thinking about you. Oh, yeah. I've been thinking about you. Got you on my mind. Hold on. You were my one temptation, and I got this feeling again. I feel I'm so confused about you. I feel so in love. Oh, baby, what can I do? I've been thinking about you. That song? No. Every week, we're coming at you every week. Thursdays, <laughs> 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Hey, babe, tell your friends. Check out the promo codes. I'll be at Soul Joel's in Royersford, Pennsylvania, January 16th. We've added a late show, January 17th. The Sunday, we've added a 6 p.m. show. The next day is MLK Day. You guys are going to have off. Great cause. Go ChristyComedy.com or Soul Joel's with an S.com. Royersford, Pennsylvania, the heated dome in the middle of Pennsylvania. Thank you. All right. I got uh, January 26th, uh, the Misery Index starts season three. January 26th, the Misery, January 26th, the Misery Index starts season three. That's on uh, t- uh, Thursday, uh, t- that's on Tuesday nights at 10.30 on TBS. February 4th, season nine of Impractical Joker starts. That's, no, that's, oh, sorry. I'm, I'm all jacked up. Tuesday, uh, the Misery Index is on 10.30 p.m. Tuesday nights on TBS. It starts January 26th, season three. <laughs> Impractical Jokers season nine starts on February 4th, Thursday nights at 10 p.m. And then I just want everybody to check out, if, you, if, you, if you're loving No Press, check out our other podcast, too. It's called Taste Buds. It's a thing I do with Joe DeRosa. We battle for foods. It's fun. It's different. It's short. And it's, you'll love it. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe.